Blog Talk Radio. Okay, stand by. We're getting ready to go live. Okay, praise the Lord and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We're at www.livedeliveranceinternetradio. We'll be streaming back in Kingston's Jamaica on November the 7th. We are based in Kingston's Jamaica and also in Atlanta, Georgia. I want to take this opportunity to thank all of you who are listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We're about to teach on a subject today. Are you a bastard in the outside of God? Are you outside of God? Are you in the outside of God? That's coming up in a couple of seconds as I hit this button to go live on Facebook. Okay, stand by. I'm doing a lot of programming. All right, we are on again. God bless and welcome to Live Deliverance Net Radio. I want to thank all of our listeners that's listening to us at www.livedeliverance.com. God bless all of our listeners in the room and at our radio station. We are also on Blog Talk at 646-378-1857. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, how God is anointed, Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, Acts 1038. Lord, use me as your oracle, not my fleshly mind, not my insight, not my personal ideology. Nothing in my mind needs to go forth. Lord, allow me to become your vessel. We bind every satanic force that will block this sermon. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. Are we bastards or are we sons? I tell you, I see a lot of rebellion in the body of Christ. Now, before I get this sermon, I, I want to get something straight because I got a lot of people calling me and asking me, should a pastor be in politics? According to the Bible, no. We saw a debate with foolishness yesterday. Christians called themselves Christians, because I don't know, you know, just because someone say Jesus and say by grace or Matthew 24 doesn't mean anything because the devil can quote the scriptures too. He did it with Jesus and he made a mistake because he took a word out in Matthew 4, 8, and I don't want to get into that. But I want to read something out the Bible, and this has shed every Christian down with this Republican mess, Democratic mess, independent mess. As a Christian, we're not supposed to be getting involved with that because it opened up perjured, P-E-R-J-U-R-E-D. It opens up a door to perjured persons, and God says that we're not supposed to dwell with people like that. So as I quote this scripture and give you the definition, you just put in your spirit Donald Trump, put in your spirit Joe Biden, put in your spirit, not in your spirit, just, just hear this when I give you a scripture. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, all these politicians, we're not supposed to be dealing with none of them. Just go vote. Stay out your, well, I'll look at it like, that's your fleshly mind. It ain't nothing but doctrines of demons out your mind. God does not need the Republican Party nor the Democratic Party to represent his word. There's nowhere in the Bible that the Lord tells us that he needs the world system. As a matter of fact, Satan is the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. So I want to get something straight to all of you because the Lord delivered me recently from this foolishness. Uh, in 1 Timothy, 
King James Version of the Bible, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, that's Joe Biden, for liars, that's Donald Trump, all of them lie. Some lie more than others, still a lie is a lie. Independent, a lie. Anytime you lie about somebody, it's not God. Liars. For perjured, P-E-R-J-U-R-E-D, I come out the King James Version. I do not recognize the NIV. I don't recognize the Amplified. I have none of my followers that listen, listen to that light gospel. It's distorted with those words. But the word here in 1 Timothy 1.10 says, for perjured, P-E-R-J-U-R-E-D, perjured persons. Well, let me give you the definition of that. Perjured, P-E-R-J-U-R-E-D of evidence involving willfully told untruth. And all of them do that. Trump, Biden, Nixon, all of them. Untruth characteristics by perjury. You are telling untruths about people. Now, the Lord wants two Christians saying untruth things about themselves. No. The Bible said in Psalms 133.1, oh, how good it is for the brothers to dwell together in righteousness. Well, you're not going to be able to dwell together in the flesh with your fleshly ideology of a policy. The Lord looks at a character. He does not look at a political policy. Trump, 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 Biden, 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 all of you fools, fools, fools. Independent, independent fools. Because you're, you're being ignorant. God doesn't want Christians involved with this mess. Jesus said, be in the world, but be not of it. Me, I'm not no politician, don't want to be, never have been trusted into anything. I will fight racism because it's a spirit. I will fight any form of racism. Racism is a demonic spirit. You cannot deal with it in a political arena because political spirits are doctrines of devils. Now, since I've said that, I want to ask you today, do you know what a bastard is in the Bible? Well, the Bible has a lot to say about this, and there are two types of bastards, and I pray that you're neither one of them. But if you are, we have the means and the understanding in this ministry to get you free from that. Amen? God does not want you to be a bastard. Okay? God loves you. And a lot of us are very ignorant to this type of doctrine because you never heard it in the church. And some of you need to come out of these churches that's not teaching you nothing. Oh, what well, acquires things real good. You know, <laughs> you need to be going somewhere where you can learn something. So you're going to learn something today because we're going to give you a teaching on there's two types of bastards. Which one are you? And a lot of Christians that claim themselves to be Christians, just because you can quote a verse but saved by grace and say a little word out of the Bible, that don't mean anything to the Lord, okay? It don't mean anything to me either. But I want to go to Deuteronomy chapter 23. I got this revelation 15 years ago. And I got this revelation when I was just getting involved into the ministry of deliverance. I never could, before I understood this revelation, I never could get financially ahead of myself when I was in the world. And even when I was a Christian tithing, 
I had a spirit because I was born out of wedlock. And that means that you, you had a child and you weren't married. God doesn't honor that. And uh, it opens up a door to nothing but demons and sin in your bloodline. In Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 3, the Bible says, A bastard, B-A-S-T-A-R-D, a bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Even to his tenth generation shall he not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Please go to Hebrews. The book of Hebrews. And we're going to look at Hebrews 13, verse 4. Marriage is honorable in all. And the bed, that's when you make love with, with your wife, undefiled. Now, what is the opposite of undefiled? Defilement. So you're in the bed, and you didn't have a baby in defilement. Then he says, after that, but hormones and adulterous God were judged. The book of Job, how to bring a clean thing out of an unclean. Now, in Job chapter 14, verse 4, this is a very shocking revelation that the Lord gave me. When you have a child out of wedlock, the Holy Spirit was not present during your lovemaking because it's outside of God's covenant. In Job 14, 4, The Bible says, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Not one. Only Christ can redeem you from this particular curse. Now, 2 Corinthians 7, 1 says, therefore, let us cleanse ourselves from the spirit of filthiness and the flesh. So you have defiled yourself spiritually with this child. Now, did you know that God says he can cut your children off because of this particular sin? And the Lord gave me a revelation and told me that I was born out of wedlock. And before my mother passed away, I was going into the ministry, and I was I was Roman Catholic. Of course, I, my mother got saved, and I don't want to talk bad about my mother, but she was staunch Catholicism. And I, I came up against them demons, and, and I did not back down. And I asked her, was I born out of wedlock? She said, who told you that? I said, the Lord. She said, yes, she was. And I got this revelation, and then I broke the curse the next day. Now, I'm going to show you how it operates. Go to Hosea. In Hosea, and I would like for you to turn to Hosea 4.6, King James Version. Now, 
in the King James Version, the Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, see, you didn't have knowledge when you had this child. Now, I was a house school chaplain, and I saw a lot of children out of wedlock. It says, because thou hast rejected knowledge. Knowledge is God's word. Now, if you are destroyed because of lack of knowledge, you don't have any understanding that this is a curse. But now you are seeing the biblical teachings in front of your uh, eyesight. You know that it's real. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you didn't have knowledge. You didn't know the Lord. Thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shalt not be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. So you, 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 you have been here having a child, and you forgot God. That's a bastard. You're a bastard spiritually. You're a bastard because it's out of wedlock. Then he says, seeing to me that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also, here we go, forget thy children. That is a curse. In Proverbs 26, 2, the Bible says a curse does not come without a cause. you got to have a proper cause for a curse to operate in your life. And it is so sad that Christians recognize that this is a curse. Now, the good news is the Lord can take any curse and reverse it. In Deuteronomy 23, 5, the Bible says, nevertheless, the Lord thy God, would not hearken unto Balaam, but the Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing unto thee, because the Lord thy God loveth thee. Now, the centerpiece for breaking any curse is through Yeshua the Messiah on the Sabbath day. This is the Sabbath, the day of rest. We have a key verse that gives us the legal right to break curses in Galatians 3.13 says, Cursed Christ have redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. God can forgive you for that. And after this is over, we're going to go through some uh, curse breaking. Now, for the other bastard, most of a lot of Christians don't recognize that God wants us to become disciplined, and God disciplined his sons. Now, that's the bastard out of wedlock. The spiritual bastard is a Christian who don't want no correction from God, who say they're fast three days and they're back doing it two days. They can't even go three days. The flesh all over them, uh, especially with the fleshly mind. This is what caused Christians to get involved with Joe Biden, Donald Trump, the fleshly mind. Because there's a policy that they like about it. It's something fleshly. It's nothing spiritual about it, neither one of them. And y'all get caught up in the devil with the zuzu. You stupid fools. Come out of that foolishness. If you got a child out of wedlock, break the curse. God don't want nobody under no curse. Now we're going to deal with being disciplined with the Lord. That's a being a bastard. If you don't allow God to discipline you, you're a bastard. Point blank. And we got many bastards out here. Hebrews 12, 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compiled about with so 
great of a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endures such contradictions of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your minds. See there? Your minds. That's why y'all get the Democrat, Republican, Independent, your mind. That foolish mess on the earth. Then Jesus says, ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Here is the bastard that I want to talk about. Today, we, we discussed the bastard of the flesh out of what, like the spiritual one. Hebrews 12, 5, and ye have forgotten the exhortations which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. Several facts about God's discipline of believers and the hardship and troubles he allowed us to suffer. He allows us to suffer hardship and troubles. When you don't want to deal with hardship and troubles, you're not a servant of God because you're going to suffer. A lot of Christians are under the inspiration from their fleshly mind and through their traditional teachings. Is that God's supposed to give you money every day and all day and just get everything you want, all your lusts, all your wants. Just give it to me, God. Give it to me, God. Give me, 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 give me. God, 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 give me, give me, give me, give me. Lord, God, help me. I won't do it no more. Give me again, Lord. I won't do it no more. That's a bastard. Backwards and forth, backwards and forth, double-minded, wavering, James 1, 6, wavering, backwards and forth with the Lord, not with the Lord. Okay, back with the Lord. It's a spirit also called schizophrenia. I'm being then delivered from it. It's a demonic spirit. And these spirits will cause us to not obey God. There are insurance of God's love and concern for us. The Lord's disciples has two purposes, that we might not be condemn the world, 1 Corinthians 11, 13, 1 Corinthians 11, 31 and 32, that we might share God's holiness and continue to live sanctified life without which we will never see the Lord. So we ain't going to see the Lord if we don't get no chastisement. There are two possible consequences of the Lord's discipline. One, we may endure the hardship God's lead us through, submit to God's will, and continue to remain faithful. Now, a lot of people don't remain faithful. They just fall off and go do something stupid. And then you got to go all back over again and go around the mountain over. I see it every day with people. Every day. Around the mountain. Not allowing God to chastise you. That fleshly mind. I think I'll do this. That mind. I think I'll be a Republican. I think I'll be independent. I'll be pro-black. I'll be radical. I'll be a conservative. All that foolishness in your mind, over in your mind, in that mind, in the flesh. God can't chasing you if you're in the flesh. Your human emotions. Now your spirit broke. Let him correct you. God is tired of baby diapers. Start getting some meat and let him change you with your actions, your ways, your attitude. Hearken unto the Lord. Do not hearken unto me, because I can't help you. I'm just a messenger. I got to do the same thing I say. Hearken unto the Lord. Stop going around this mountain. Oh, I see it all the time with people. And you know, sometimes it's so sad that the Lord tells me, don't tell it to them. 
because they ain't not going to hear me. They got to go through it the hard way. And most of us go that route because of our mother, Adam and Eve. They went that route. So ain't no difference. Thank God for the second Adam, Jesus. But if we don't allow God to chasten us, how can we be any part of him? In Hebrews 12, 5, it says, And ye have forgotten the exhortations which speaketh unto you as unto children. My, my son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. See, we don't want to be rebuked of the Lord. You go do something, and then you're going to go find a church that's going to justify your sin, and you set up under there, and you call it God. You're going to create God in your own mind. You're going to use your own intellectual to go pick a pastor. You're not going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit. You're not even going to pray to ask the Lord who to vote for. You're going to do it in your fleshly mind. That's a bastard. You are not uh, being submitted to God. And a lot of people don't like to hear sermons like this because it brings correction. But God has to correct you. And if the Lord doesn't correct you, you will go to hell. Do you know you're gonna, you will go to hell? In First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.10, where we read that scripture, prejudiced person, liars, they're going to hell. God don't want you doing that. God wants to correct you. He said, for whom the Lord loveth, he, ch- he chased it and scorched. That's a very powerful word, scourged. Every son whom he receiveth, scourged. Very powerful word. Scourged. Oh, my God, it's a powerful word. And I tell you, I want to have this scourged. Scourged. It's powerful. That means to break down. Whips. Punishment. Scourged. God can punish us and let him whip you as a daddy. I would welcome God to do that to me because you will never change if he don't. You know, most Christians stay the same and they keep the same demons in them for the rest of their life. I have seen the same demons in the same person. Do you know you got people hate me 20 years ago, seven, eight, nine years ago because I teach the truth? I want God to chasten me. That means that he loved me. I don't think I need to go to this church. I'll go to this church. Well, did the Lord tell your butt to go to there? The sons of God supposed to be led by the spirit, not by your flesh, not by your mind. You see, that human mind is fleshly outside God. It's very, very dangerous. Very, very, very dangerous. It's dangerous. It's evil. Allow God to correct you. Then he says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7, if if ye endure chastening, if, because you got a free will, why don't you be the ones that allow him to chasten you? We are some very rebellious people. I, I'm, you know, God repented that he made man. All of us, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to me, everybody. Rebellious people. Stubborn to do it your way. You got the spirit of witchcraft in you working with rebellion that's blocking you. Okay, she can from God to chasing you. You spirit of rebellion, you spirit of witchcraft, control, dominance, want it your way. No, when you 
gave your life to Jesus, uh, 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 whoever you are out there listening, you ask him to come in your life. You can't stay the same. But if you don't allow God to chasten you with your problems that you have, some of you have financial problems where you're not able, you don't understand nothing about finances. Well, let the Lord correct you by reading the book of Proverbs. Some of you have eating problems. Some of you have lust problems. Some of you are so political that the political spirit in you that the Holy Spirit couldn't even talk to you if he could. You have to get on a fast. These come out by fasting and prayer and really buff that flesh. God is tired of bastards. Rebellion, you're going to do it your way. Most women don't even submit to their wife, their husband. Submission, you don't even hear that in the church. You don't hear no doctrine of husband and wife nowhere. 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 I'll do a teaching on it. Wives, submit yourself. Yeah, ain't nobody doing that. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church. There ain't nobody doing that. I know Rodriguez doing it. I know one brother that's doing it. I'm talking about doing it. Homeboy is doing it. He loves his family. He carries his children through deliverance. He's a good example for me because he was a better father than I. I wasn't no good father. I wasn't nothing. And we ain't nothing without God. We need to stop acting like we children without diapers. We need to stop crying where God got to keep putting the baby thing in your mouth to shut you up. Allow God to change you. Stop being rebellious against the Lord. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chaseth not? You know what? It's a good thing that you're being chastened. God loved Jonah. Jonah wanted to do it his own way. (laughs) Jay did. He wanted to do it his own way. Do we need to be like this? Huh? Please turn to the book of Jonah. The book of Jonah. Uh, This is not typed out. I'm just following the spirit. And I got a new Bible, so please forgive me. Everything's sticking. And I notice when I teach live, especially on the Saturdays, it's a wonderful thing. One, two, three, seven. Now, wait one minute. I'm trying to find this. A small in the Jesus, Lord, give me a scripture. Live, I bind you in the name of Jesus. One, three, two, seven. One, three, two, five. There we go. Now, Jonah, he wanted to be a bastard too. Yeah, he did. He didn't want to hear from God. He didn't want God. He wanted to tell God what to do. He can't do that. Now, the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Antinite, saying, Arise, go to Naivia, the great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. See, when you are rebellious toward God, your wickedness go up before God. When you don't want to get 
corrected, that's wickedness to God. And then you go talk to somebody else to agree with you with your sin to comfort your, your conviction. Y'all need to stop that. But Jonah now rose up to flee into Pasha from the presence of the Lord. So he wanted to go his own way. He did, Jonah really did not want to go to Naivia. And uh, uh, he went one way, and God had allowed him to go into a fish and set him in there a couple of days. So as Jonah three days in the well, so was the Son of Man in the heart of earth, Matthew twelve forty. God had to straighten him out. He didn't want to preach to Naivia. So study the book of Jonah. I don't want to go through the whole thing. But God had a plan, and Jonah wanted to do it his way. That's like being a bastard in the eyesight of God. Saul was a bastard. He went the other way, went to the witch of Endor. Anytime you decide to not to submit to the spirit of God, you're a bastard. Oh, he kind of hard today. Well, God needs soldiers. We don't need no more baby diapers. And now you think this is the place to come for money coming. Don't come here with me with that because I don't teach that. Hebrews 12, 9, furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? See, we can't even live without God chastising us. He wants to correct the error, 1 John 4, 6, and most is considered a spirit. I ask you today, are you happy in your walk with God? Are you at peace with your walk with God? Would you allow God to correct you? For they verily for a few days chaseth us after their own pleasures. But he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. See, he's chasing us to become holy. But here we're going to want to go after our own pleasures, right in, the, in Hebrews 12.10. For they verily for a few days chasing us. See, some of you go through some chasing just for a little bit, and then you go right back finger-banging. Pow, rebellion. Pow, rebellion. Pow, rebellion. Over and over, and, and you're right back around that mountain. Over and over and over and over and over. And it says, but he for profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. We can't be partakers of his holiness if he doesn't chastise us. Then in Hebrews twelve eleven says, now no chastening for the present seem to be joyous. No, it's not to be corrected. When you are so rooted, Matthew 3, 10, the axe is laid to the root. You won't let God get all them root demons out of you. Old ways. Your philosophy, your ideology, your Republican slate whooping niggas, your Dixiecrat giggles, your independent bull crap, all of that foolishness. God don't want you getting caught up in this. He said, be in the world, but be not of the world. No, you want to do it your way. You want to go pick your own pastor, don't you? Some of you go to the pastor because he's nice looking and you're lusting after him. You ain't got no husband. So you see him and masturbate. Old man spirit, Genesis 38, 9. Oh, yeah, some wicked stuff going on in this church, in the church. I'm just telling you, being real. So you go to a pastor that don't have no deliverance ministry, no healing, but you want to serve God. And you go to a Baptist church and justify being up in there. But when it comes to judgment day, you got the answer for all of that. 
we're not going to see holiness unless God chasing us. The Bible says that. No chastening, for the present seemed to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yield the peaceable fruits of righteousness. So you will not have any peaceable fruits of righteousness if you do not allow God to chasten you. The peaceable fruits of righteousness unto them which are exceeding it thereby. 226EW, clock is ticking. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet. Least that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed for all men, and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So if you don't want to be holding that God chasing you to get there, you're not going to see the Lord. So don't come talking about it. I got saved 10 years ago, and the Lord must have, and I read the Jonah of Ark, and that's it. You're going straight to hell. Look indignantly, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. God want to chasten you to get that out of you. So you won't be defiled. We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. Lest there be any fornicator or profane persons, as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthrights. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have interceded the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. God does not want us to go away from God. He wants us to come to him. And chastening brings you in that position to come to God. Because the apostle Paul did tell us that there is a warning from turning away from God. In Hebrews twelve eighteen it says, For ye are not come into the mount that might be touched, and that burned with fire, and into blackness and darkness and temperance, and the sound of the trumpet, and the voice of the words which the voice they had heard insisted that they would should be spoken to them any more. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so, much as a beast touched the mountain, it should be stoned and thrust through with darts. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quaker. But ye are come unto Mount Sinai, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and the immutable company of angels. That's what God's trying to get us to do for afterlife. Chastening is really to get yourself prepared so when you leave this earth, you can see God. That you can correct your problems by the Holy Spirit and that God chasing you. Not your pastor. That's not his job to chasten you. That's not his job to control you. His job is to give you the word. His job is not to tell you who to vote for. His job is not to get involved with politics. His job is to stay neutral and to teach God's word and stay out the world. God bless you here at Live Deliverance in that radio. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. Please sow a seed to keep us on air. I want to thank all of our uh, brothers and sisters who have contributed to this radio broadcast. God bless you. Allow God to chasten you. And before we leave, we want to break curses for those who were born out of wedlock. Amen. So first, ask the Lord to come in your life. Lord Jesus, forgive me for all of my sins, known and unknown. I believe that you are the Son of God. You died and rose on the third day. And you're seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. I ask that you come into my life. 
and teach me your word. Lene, turn that off for me in the, in the kitchen. It's my Sabbath. I can't do that. All right, Heavenly Father, we're going to break this curse of, of being out of wedlock. I repent of any sins in my life and my ancestors' lives that have resulted in a curse. I ask that you forgive me in the name of Jesus through my mother and father's stupidity of being born out of wedlock. I break these curses on my father's side and on my mother's side all the way back to Adam and Eve. I believe, I believe that Galatians 3.13 is effective for me because Jesus died on the cross for every curse. I thank you for breaking this curse in your holy name, we pray. Amen. If that has been done to you, God bless you. Email us over to Navy1 at gmail.com. God bless you. Shalom. Sow a seed to keep us on air. We don't have pastors appreciation day here. We don't do that. We don't do none of that first lady. We don't recognize no first lady. We recognize none of that traditional stuff. We are an independent radio station strictly for the word of God. We do not endorse no politics. Please don't call me and ask me whether you want to be a Dixocrat or a slave whopper. All of them are the devil or independent food. All of its foolishness, I do not recognize political parties to represent Christianity. God bless you. Shalom to you. Please sow that seed to keep us on air. Amen. It's been very droughtful at this moment, but God is still with us. And I thank those who have sown. Every time someone sends me uh, uh, income, I would definitely pay the internet radio bills because I don't know when it's going to come. So I live by faith. The gesture live by faith. Rebecca 2-4. God bless you www.livedeliverance.com. You can come in our text room right now at 646-378-1857, option one. And we have commentations from Chaplain John Durden. Shalom. Okay, those who have been listening to me at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries, I pray that this has been a blessing to you on this Sabbath day. We're going to go back to regular broadcasts. Thank you. Uh, Chapter John Durden, you got the mic. Oh uh, yes, there's one one emphasis I'd like to make, and that was pretty interesting when you uh, indicated uh, by the leading of the Holy Spirit that when a person is um, a child is born out of wedlock, it's, it's possible that he would have a curse on him, and that uh, no, it's, it's not. Curse, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold up, it's not possible. It is possible. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that he has a curse on his or herself. But it's likely to know that when that child becomes knowledgeable about having a curse on his or her life, they can be forgiven by asking God to forgive them for what them what happened on his mother's side all the way back to Adam and Eve, on his father's side all the way back to Adam and Eve. You know, in my case, right. and, and it was good to know because I learned that uh, many t- years ago, but it was good hearing it again. And so I had to pray because my mother and father got married after I was born. So I thank the, the word of God. For sharing that. Amen. Amen. Okay, that's it for this evening. Shalom and God bless. Welcome to my gymnasium. <laughs> Check it out. Watch this. Who's exercise my tongue, so you are. I read him ready for ministry, so guess what? Running extra. Yeah, yeah. Bless up.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.